All right, let's dive back in. We're back. Uh, episode three of the Back Porch Podcast. We made it to the third one of these. We're celebrating another day in which we haven't been removed from the air. So I am joined today by Joe, as always. Joe is looking just as bald as ever. And we actually have a, a third chair joining us today. He hails from some, some crevice of the earth, but he's sitting here with us today. His name is Ethan. He might end up being the third member of our trio. Joe and I were talking, and we think that it would be beneficial to have a third mic here on the show, a third talking head. So if people like Ethan, we might we might bring him back again. Or if people don't <laughs> like him, we will have him sent away to Alcatraz where he can think about his, his life's mistakes for <laughs> until the end of time. That's pretty cool. So we've got a third person here. Uh, Joe, say hello. Ethan, say hello. 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 <laughs> There's got to be there's got to be a little more hustle than that behind it. <laughs> Act like you've been here before. Uh, so today today is our first recording of 2022. Feels pretty good. Little little clap for the boys on making it to another year. How's everybody's 22 off to so far? Are we getting off to a good start? Pretty much the same as before. <laughs> well, uh, the gym reopened that I go to. So at the you get jacked. Yeah. I saw I you yesterday. You look cut. You look cut. I am cut. Joe? Joe, are you on the gain train with Ethan? I don't know what I'm on. I've I've been very inconsistent over the past month with my uh, workout regimen. Kind of just throwing whatever I want in there. I've gotten into a bit of a new thing as of late in the gym. So pretty much all I do now is box and do push-ups. Interesting. But... I picked this trick up from Ray Lewis, the, the linebacker, close personal friend, friend of the program, Ray Lewis. And basically what he would do is he had a deck of cards and he would just flip one card over. And then whatever was on that card was how many pushups he would do. So mm -hmm. I just do sets of that in between a set of boxing or a round of boxing, if you will. And that's how I get all of my push work in. So the only push exercise that I do right now is push-ups right interesting now, are you in are you in a cycle right now or are you just kind of doing whatever like a put or like a no, cut i don't take a... steroids joe no you know <laughs> you know what i'm talking about you in a, um, are you in a cut or a bulk technically i would say i would say i'm in a cut you are okay that makes it's, sense then. yeah i've i haven't really like this is the first time that i feel like i've been in a cut where i'm doing it just pretty slowly you know mm -hmm. i've always gone like up and down really quickly but this time i'm just kind of taking it slow i'm trying to see what i can get by graduation day if oh, that yeah. day is to come yeah that's about four <laughs> months out probably not probably not <laughs> we'll see i mean lack of faith yeah but yeah i'm definitely in cut mode right now i mean it's i've spent i've spent some time on the gain train in my day but i'm yeah, i'm on the lean team right now yeah i was on a i was on like a 21 year bulk so <laughs> <laughs> cutting Dude. now I will say I'm to be honest, I'm kind of proud of the boys when we were so we were in the gym yesterday. This is for whoever's listening to this. We were in the gym yesterday. We were hooping it up. The boys look pretty athletic. I'm not going to lie. I was impressed. <laughs> with, <laughs> I was impressed with the boys performance. Ethan, especially. I'm I mean, if you think about if you think about when we started playing basketball, what we used to play like and what we yeah. play like now it's it's much different we we our play styles is if like we want to analyze pickup basketball like our play styles are much different than what they used to be because 
because of uh, body transformations, really. Yeah. Oh, we'll start analyzing pickup basketball. I think we need to hire a statistician <laughs> as well as like a videographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll I just mean, start. I'm... We'll start recording our ball sessions, and then we can look back through the tape. <laughs> we should. I we I need to I need to send some tape off to to Popovich and. <laughs> secure my starting spot on the spurs if there's one thing i can do it's pass the rock um yesterday though (laughs) yesterday though the one of the main topics of discussion was my shoes and let me tell you going now that i'm now that i'm baby shoes bill everything is different (laughs) i didn't even notice your name yeah billy baby Uh, shoes i will say though those shoes have left so much negative effect on my feet those shoes hurt my you're talking about will is that is that the is that the first time you wore those shoes or that was the first time i wore those shoes to do anything like remotely athletic i wore those shoes at fenway park a couple times over the summer and that was it so those shoes like new as of like a couple years or this year i mean i've had them but i have like yesterday wearing them was the was the most athletic event they've ever seen Mm-hmm. that i participated in they've seen professional baseball but they they did not play <laughs> and i don't think they ever will again like i'm very apprehensive. Didn't, didn't call you out of the pen no no i'm very apprehensive to ever put those shoes back on my feet now <laughs> will and i would have conversations when we were, i was guarding him and all he would talk about was how his toes hurt my toes <laughs> did hurt i think my it's it's both of my pinky toes are both incredibly blistered from those shoes and i don't know if it's the fact that they are new and not broken in or they might no, be those they are, might be a size and a half too yeah. small they look like they look like they were like mushing your feet like i couldn't see your feet but i could tell like your feet should not be that small <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean my, I mean, feet, my feet stopped growing when i was like seven <laughs> there's no way will what's that shoe no, you 10 yeah what size shoe is that uh i don't know i'd have to ch- it looks like it's like uh those look like sevens what's what are they don't look very big <laughs> don't they measure like kids kid sizes and then it comes back to adult sizes so like they're they were like a 12 but they were a youth 12 <laughs> oh okay yeah i was wearing um i was wearing some kids shorts too really they were my shorts but they were kid they were children's size I mean- shorts I have a bunch of pair of shorts that are technically kid shorts, but they're like larges, so they still fit me. Yeah. I got two new pairs of shorts today. Really? Shout out to Scora Running. Mm. Great shorts. Sponsored. <laughs> yeah, friend of the program, Scora. Sponsor uh, us. No, bleep. We're going to bleep that out because we're not going <laughs> to shout them out for free. Yeah, so playing playing pickup yesterday, I will say I was pretty proud of the boys. I was proud of the athletic prowess. I think we've come a long way. Um, I think that it's time to send in some tapes to Team USA. Mm-hmm. Hey, this you whole know, health and safety protocol thing going in, the NBA right yeah, now. The NBA needs some replacement players. I know. Hey, I was watching the game the other night. Steph Curry looked a little peaked out there. Yeah, <laughs> man. Last two games, he hasn't been too good. Yeah, he might need he might need a break. He might need a break. You know what I want to talk about? What's that? I want to talk about what has been going on with Antonio Brown over the last what half a week now. Mm-hmm. Also known as four days. It's been that long. Um, since Sunday when he, when he Damn, left. Yeah. 
it was Sunday. I lost track of time. Yeah, it was Sunday. Yeah. It seems like that's a that's a puzzle that just there just keeps it just very, keeps having more and more pieces added to it. Very interesting because if that like I was saying earlier, like if that's true that they're hiding that MRI, or, well, I mean obviously they're not going to release the MRI, but if they're hiding the fact that he has torn ligaments in his ankle and fragments, like I'm sure it's been done before, but that, guys, that that's uh, good reason. Wasn't there some thing today about what Bruce Arians said? What do you say? Like there was a report like what Bruce Arians said on the sideline to Antonio Brown or something. Like I when did he see that. Your cut. It wasn't in the context that Antonio Brown had originally said. Well, did it was like, what? It's like Antonio what? Brown was like, "I'm not getting the ball, so don't play me." I know how you feel. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't there wasn't there some fishy business last year with Tom Brady where they covered up an injury as well? Well, yeah, I I think he had part with, to do with that. He right. had torn. I think he had torn LCL if I remember correctly, or partially torn LCL. Which, but it seems to me like the Bucks, the Bucks been covering stuff up. Yeah, I'm sure it happens all the time. But probably. I think I think it was against Antonio Brown's wishes. Brady, yeah, Brady was probably like, "Yo, cover that up." Yeah, I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, it definitely like. What's come out in like recent days kind of makes Antonio Brown look better though, because like he yeah. he's basically stepped out with a bunch of coherent tweets and said, "Look, I love my teammates, I love the fans, but coach wasn't it, right? You know my my foot was hanging off of my leg, and coach said that I had to get back in the game, which makes sense. I mean that's a pretty valid grievance if he was if he was hurt right. and they said get back on the field, leaving." is valid Mm -hmm. i think what i like about what he did is that he took time and he and he composed himself and he he made that post on where he went to a nets game hung out at the nets game collected his thoughts and now he said he's looking forward to next season right like he didn't lash out immediately he didn't go make a some crazy tweet or or some like you know something you expect from him he he made a he made a nice respectful Post, but he's he's he spit trying to throw trying to throw everyone off the trail. Right. Dropped a song, didn't he? <laughs> Dropped a song, didn't he? I'm pretty sure know. he did. I'm sure it's just as atrocious as his other music, but I didn't know he had out. music. I didn't. Oh, he's got music. Really? He's got music. Him and Le'Veon Bell. I don't think they have music together, but. They both remember, got music. Le'Veon Bell's is not bad, but Antonio Brown's is I, quite bad. It's probably a reason I haven't heard it. Oh yeah, it's it's not good. You shouldn't. Le'Veon Bell definitely had was on a song with someone else, wasn't he? On a song, was it Lil Wayne or was it? You might have a song with those guys. Yeah, I remember him being on. Uh, maybe it was Rick Ross. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's like there's a few athletes that kind of have it, and then there's a few that very much don't. He right, did. Like, he did drop a song after leaving the field. Oh, really? Damn. Well, like not. I I just see it. Just says Antonio Brown drops a rap song after leaving field mid game. Yeah. Oh. As soon as soon as he got out of camera view, he hit release. <laughs> oh, he was in the locker room recording. <laughs> did not know that. It's. He should make a Bruce Arians diss track. Well, I mean, like. In Tom's first year, last year there, there were there were reports of them butting heads. It feels Tom like Bruce, and, Tom, Tom and Coach, Bruce, yeah, and Bruce Arians, yeah, and they kind of got resolved during the playoffs when they're having success. Yeah, I mean, when you win a Super Bowl, 
things tend to uh, things tend to be a little happier in the in the office. Right. right. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing about Bruce Arians seems to suggest that he's a he's a bad guy. But yeah, these stories about him, I don't know. He seems old school. Yeah. Like he seems lot, like yeah. if you, you were can like, say that about half the coaches in the NFL. A lot of yeah. The coaches, yeah. I mean, Bruce, Bruce has been around for a long time. He's a well-respected yeah. coach. Right. So, I, mean, I, don't but like what? I don't know if we're ever, are we ever really going to know what happened? Probably no, not. It's, it's like, it's hard. It's hard to force a narrative because Antonio Brown's history is so uh, strange. It's going to be interesting when there's like a 30 for 30 or a documentary about him. Yeah. Because he's such a polarizing figure. I think you and I, you and I, Joe, were talking about this, that he and Kyrie Irving, Yep. sort of similar sort of similar like they, they're definitely at least off the field in the news for it seems like pretty different reasons but mm-hmm. people tend to forget how good they both are at their respective sports because of the media circus that surrounds both of them right yeah and you had mentioned you had mentioned chaotic chaotic good and yeah. chaotic evil yeah. the different spectrums yeah but like and i'm not one to say many nice things about Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is really good at basketball. Yeah. Like Kyrie Irving is probably a top, maybe a top three point guard, definitely top five. Oh, uh, uh, what all time or in the league? I mean, at least in the league right now. Yeah. Okay. And Antonio Brown, you can make an argument for being Antonio Brown, top three wide receiver all time of all time. <laughs> Low key. People forget how nasty he Honestly, still is. Right. I think he could be a wide receiver. Antonio Brown does hold two of the top ten spots on most uh, yards in a season. Yeah, like he's receiving yards in a season. He's the only player that has two, I think. Yeah. So come on now, like if he says if he says his leg is hurt and he can't play, like let that guy take a couple plays off. (laughs) Right. Right. But. Bruce, do you remember who this guy is? Yeah, I'm. I'm inclined to believe him. You know, he wouldn't just. He would. He, he for like I saw some people arguing about it the other day. It's like, for all the things he does off field, he takes football very seriously. Yeah. So like, if he if he isn't if he doesn't want to play football, there's a reason for it. Yeah, and like valid one. Yeah, you as much as. As much of a head case as people like to say he is, you can't dispute the fact that his work ethic is unbreakable. Yeah. He went to where do you go? He went to Central Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Fifth round pick I to think. the best wide receiver in the league. Come on now. He's th- this isn't just some like wild guy. Like this is a world class athlete, world class worker. Like people tend people have really discounted him in recent He's years. He's having a pretty good season this year, too. Yeah, he was just a few catches, a few yards, and I think one touchdown away from unlocking like a million in performance bonuses mm-hmm. on his contract. So there's yeah. definitely a reason that he just bounced. like, yeah. And a reason that was worth more to him than $1 million to bounce. I don't know. I hope, I hope we get a little more clarity on it. I mean, I'd like to know what's going on. I felt when Tom Brady initially spoke out and he was like, people just need to be compassionate and empathetic towards this guy, that was kind of the route that I took. Because obviously, like when you see when you see something like that happen in sports, it's something that I don't think most people have ever really even seen at all. But at the end of the day, I mean, there's some underlying reason. Like things like this happen all the time, but we just saw that because it was on national television. 
Yeah, at a, at a Jet Stadium of all places. Yeah. Mecca. I wonder if it would have been different if they were back in Tampa at their home stadium. Probably not. You don't think so? No. I mean, if I mean Bruce Arians and whoever mistreated Antonio Brown did all the things that they did at the Jet Stadium, I'm sure if it was at Tampa, he would have done the same thing. Yeah. Just so happened to be on one of the biggest platforms, biggest stages of the sports world. I thought it was Photoshop when I saw the video of him, like or the photo of him. And then later saw the video of him like jumping through the end zone. The video was awesome. Because he was doing that at the same time that the Bucks offense was on the field. Right. Yeah, they were on the opposite driving. That was wild though. I think we were like some of us were like in a in a chat talking to each other when it was happening. Oh wow. What is Antonio Brown doing right now? I've, I've never yeah. seen anything remotely like that. Have you? No. I was at I was at a game one time at Fenway, probably like five years ago, and somebody Somebody ran out on the field, but it obviously wasn't a player. It was this dude wearing a jersey that said Harambe on the back. Because this <laughs> this was the same year that Harambe got murdered. <laughs> and um, so some guy ran across the field, got tackled like by third base. I was sitting on the third base line. So I, I like looked into this guy's eyes as he was getting tackled by security. <laughs> um, when I was at Coastal, Carolina my freshman year at one of the football games some guy tried to streak across the field <laughs> from like so it's like the the end zone and it's like the student section is behind it and so he like jumped onto the field and his pants were like around his ankles or something and he just like oh he got immediately tackled by security he like tripped and he got nowhere he didn't even get into the end zone <laughs> that's funny I feel like that's such a futile endeavor to try to streak across the field of a sporting event, whether you're wearing clothes or not, because there you have trained security that are just waiting for somebody to do something like that. I'm sure there's some security guards at sporting events that, that want it to happen. Well, on the off chance yeah. you're successful, you know, it's like the most hyped thing ever. Everybody's cheering you on. Yeah. Yeah. You're but then once, once you get to the other side, they're just going to kick you out anyway. Right. But it's the glory. It's the it's the thirty seconds of run free. Well, now. you you run on the field well, going into it well, knowing that you're about to get thrown out of the game. How would you maximize that then? Like, how do Don't you maximize caught. the amount of you run around for as long as you can? Should you you should get like you should, ha, should, you should like have, you should something? Like, yeah, you should like fly a kite with with your Instagram name on it or something. Yeah. Or like wear wear a t shirt with your Venmo on it. <laughs> I. I don't think I would ever do that. I I have too much law-abiding nature in me. Well, I mean, I have to imagine that all these people that attempted this are in some form uh, altered level of consciousness or yeah, mental so. status. And there's some level of inebriation that goes into running across sports fields. Yes. Dude, I'm over that. Dude, you know what else I gave up in 2022? What's that? Hats. I don't wear hats anymore. Oh, yeah. You're saying that. No more hats. I'm done with that's I'm good. done with hats. It's a it's a no cap 2022. I want that in big I want that in big bold letters on my forehead. No cap 2022. Because <laughs> I learned about the dangers of hats and now I'm done with them. Oh, what were we talking about that on the last podcast, Will? Yeah, we were talking about going bald. Are you are you believing that? Oh, I'm believing that. You believe that's in that hats are gonna hair. make you bald? I'm hats I'm believing that. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, hats make you go bald. So your product, hats. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that everything. people normally do is bad for your hair. Yeah. Like I drying learned, your hair with a towel is bad for is it. Is bad. Yeah. Showering with hot water is bad for your hair. 
well damn <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that's bad for your hair but but yeah i i definitely believe it i think it's more so like the pressure on your scalp than anything else like i don't know maybe maybe hair is like grass it needs water and sunlight to grow <laughs> i gotta <laughs> i don't even wear hats and i got widow's pee going i don't even know what i'm doing well, well that's just genetics. I mean, yeah yeah you're right yeah maybe do you not i've also been like really really into uh sleep science as of late you guys you guys monitor your sleep like that no, I wish I did, to be honest. I've been I've been reading this book called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, a mm-hmm. PhD. And it's basically just saying that like, hey, if you don't sleep at least eight hours a night, you're at higher risk for everything. Yeah. So I've just been I wouldn't say like I'm a sleep scientist, but I'm really I'm really checking up on that. Like I would, I wouldn't say that I'm the nation's second leading sleep scientist behind the guy that wrote this book, and because I read this book, I now know as much as him. But I've been pretty aware of the fact of trying to get eight hours of sleep a night, and I've also learned that it's it's important. I think it's less so important to go to bed at the same time at night, but it's very important to get up at the same time each morning. So I don't know where I learned this, but. I've heard that if you wake up during certain cycles in your sleep, you'll feel better than waking up in other cycles. Like I think it's called REM. Like, yeah. So like, it doesn't matter like how many hours of sleep you get. Like obviously the number of hours you sleep, you get will impact your overall health, but it doesn't matter how many hours of sleep you get. It matters where you wake up in your cycle that determines how you feel. There is something to that because yeah, there's, there's REM sleep, rapid eye movement, and then there's non rapid eye movement. Yeah. And I think the non-rapid eye movement has multiple stages. But yeah, these pretty much happen in cycles throughout the night. So I guess the optimal time to wake up would be right at the end of one before yeah. it goes into another. Mm-hmm. Rapid eye movement is also where a lot of dreaming occurs. Dreams, right. So like that, during... That's deeper, I'm pretty sure, right? Rapid eye movement is deeper sleep. I think so. Rapid eye movement is when... Or one, one thing about rapid eye movement that's pretty bonkers is that your body or your brain paralyzes your body during that time. Because when you're having dreams, like you ever fight somebody in a dream before? Yeah. Your body does that so that when you punch in a dream, you don't punch in real life. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe cross over into other cycles, but I've, I've had nightmares before. Uh, that's another thing is sleepwalking. Like I used to sleepwalk, but that's so scary. I've, I've had nightmares before where I wake up and I'm like in the position that I, I was in the nightmare. Oh, see, so like it I might just be coincidence dream. or it might just be, I don't know. Well, I know, I think you can dream in non-rapid eye movement as well. Mm-hmm. And I think there's all like, it's also not, it doesn't always work. <laughs> right. uh, maybe, I don't know. Right, right. We're not we're not specialists, but I mean, I might be. <laughs> you might Almost. be at the end of the book. <laughs> I feel like I need to <laughs> I need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of every uh <laughs> every episode that nothing I say should be taken seriously because I I speak as though I'm a lot smarter on certain things than I am. Right. I don't want anybody to be like he he said I only need to sleep for 30 oh. minutes a night. Right. Well, like I felt bad in the last podcast because I called out Italy. I don't know if it was actually Italy that's having problems with the pandemic. Oh, well, I mean, well, not oh, well, you know, T's and P's to Italy, but right. They got better things to do than beef with us. Right. I was like, damn, I 
I, sh- I probably shouldn't talk about Italy like that on. Uh, on the I think I'm, Joe, I'm going to take their side then. If this is going to become a beef, I'm going to be on Italy's side because I think it's rather pompous of you to assume that Italy, <laughs> Italy has enough time to concern itself it, with what you got going do you, on. Do you know if that's true? I'm I'm pretty sure it's Italy that keeps going back. They keep diving back in the pandemic. Like they they get out of it. Do you know about that? Can you confirm my suspicion or, or my hunch? I'm, no, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll show. I'll look it up right now. Italy, Joe, Italy is so busy right now. Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's a it's a tourist destination, and I think they keep opening it back up, and then they have to keep shutting it down completely because the pandemic is so bad. But I'm going to fact check myself right now so I can clear this whole thing up. Clear up. Or you can double down. Or I can I mean, double down. You think we're going to get some Italian listeners on here? I hope so. We're cool with everybody. Joe, don't go. Joe, oh, I'm cool. I love, I love Italians. Joe versus the world. Don't I'll, go making enemies before we've made I love any Italians. Friends. I idolize Italians. <laughs> <laughs> the gabagoo. <laughs> I'm really digging myself a hole, aren't I? Careful. <laughs> Careful. You're trying to get us canned after three episodes. Mario and Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with Mario. Who's your favorite character in Mario Kart? In Mario Kart, Donkey Kong was my guy. Donkey Kong's slow. He's what? big though. He can push people out of the way. He's got the he's got the tires with the spikes on him, but so do I guess all the other big guys do too. But yeah. Who's yours? E? E, you got Wario vibes. Uh not Wario. It's either Waluigi. Ew. Or or toad, or toad. I like dry bones. Oh yeah, dry bones. Dry bones is kind of sick. Dry bone. Like I'm a I'm a big skeleton guy, so dry bones is pretty cool. He's a a dead turtle, right? Dead, yeah. Koopa. Yeah. Koopa. He's Koopa, but dead. Yeah. That sucks. R.I.P. Koopa. Well, the Koopas are all the the turtles, I think. Do you know what? Do you know where the Mario Kart exists? I think maybe. I deliberately have stayed very uneducated on this because I want to be able to really shoot from the hip when I talk about it. But like the whole, the whole like NFT metaverse thing that's going on. Do you guys know anything about that? No, I read a little bit about it the other day because you put it in the in the document. But from what I understand, it's like this new thing that's going to be coming out with VR in this year that they're everybody's excited about, like. It's like uh, the Ready Player One kind of thing. So now, is this a place that we can move to? Like, can we get a timeshare in the metaverse? Or are we already in the metaverse? Like, are there different versions of us in the metaverse? Is there a Joe? Is there a Joe with hair in the metaverse? I mean, mean, the metaverse, I I think of the multiverse when you're talking about that, because that's that's like the concept that there's like infinite U's in eyes. Do you think this podcast is good in any of the other universes? You think you think we're on like a different timeline? Like we've already like established a brand, and we're like yeah, maybe maybe there's incredibly some, rich. Maybe there's some maybe, maybe like, there's some damn sponsors in the in the. <laughs> maybe I'm just like a giant fly or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What would you do know. if you met your uh, parallel universe self? Do you think there's an infinite amount of versions? Yes. Is infinite amount of dimensions, infinite amount right. of whatever, because the I universe meet, is ever know. expanding. I want to meet the one from the parallel universe where I'm tall. Like, I want to see what life is like for me if I was like six four. <laughs> right. Do you ever think about that? Like, how 
how like one tiny dimension of your life could change your life? Well, see, it's I hate. Well, I don't hate it, but I hate trying to trying to make sense of it. Like, what would change? Right. Like something like your height in a, in a different universe, like your genetics, would they not be the same, or would you have? Would I don't I feel know. like they're the same across? Yeah, I don't feel like I feel like, like it's just your personality and like interests and stuff. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Who you are now is just or, a direct, like it's a direct sum of every single thing about you. So could changing one tiny, tiny thing, like what would it throw off? Like you watch time travel movies, and one right, guy yeah. goes back and throws a rock at a bird and now he goes back to the present and mr t president yeah or something like that yeah yeah i don't know there's no there's been nothing that's like solid evidence that that any of that is actually true because we don't have time travel (laughs) so okay but also let me let me put this in your um your brain and your ears and at least we don't think we have time travel exactly so if there was time travel, if time travel is like ever going to be possible, doesn't that mean that it's here now? True, but uh, we don't because like in the current time, we don't have the technology. That's what you think. We think it's an Area 51 or something. Look, not that I'm a specialist on the issue, but I, I feel like if we can, if we could make iPhones and, uh, the metaverse and nfts i bet we could travel through time well if we can can make pictures of monkeys that are worth a million dollars we can travel through time but i'm not on board with nfts yet i i I just don't get them like uh, i see people that make their profile pictures their nfts i can just screenshot that and make it my profile picture (laughs) and i paid seven hundred thousand dollars less for it (laughs) but like can they sue me if i do that I don't know how are they gonna how are they gonna stop hundreds of thousands upon millions of people, yeah, from doing that. E, what were you gonna say about time travel? Well, I think the yeah the the tricky thing with time travel is that it's not just traveling through time. You also have to travel through space, right? Because if I just if I tried to go back a hundred years in time, the Earth's not gonna be in the same place it was. A hundred years ago, the Earth isn't in the same place as it is today. Right. You have to move matter through space and time. You have to move space and time. Yeah. Right. Who knows what you'll come out like on the other side. Right. Like you travel back a hundred years in time and you'd just be floating in the depths of space. Right. I would never go to space. I love space. I'm not a space guy. Space is scary. Yeah. Like It's space. You go to space, like okay. Say you're say you're on uh, Earth and you're riding your bike. Scarier than space. Say, say you're on. Say we'll we'll get to the ocean in a second here because I I need to I need to go for that too. But you're on a bike on Earth and you fall off your bike. Maybe you scrape your knee. You're riding a bike through space. You fall off your bike. You just get sucked into space. And you just float away forever until you die. <laughs> riding a bike in space. <laughs> There's nothing to push off of. You just be pedaling and going nowhere. Dude, I was riding my bike through space and I I fell off and that was that was fifty five thousand years ago and I'm still floating away. What caused you to fall off your bike? <laughs> a wind. A, a space coyote. Space coyote. Damn space coyote. Do you think they got any animals in space? Have they have they ever brought an animal to space? 
I think they sent a um uh was it a dog? I think it was a monkey to Monkeys the moon. Monkeys right? and dogs and yeah, I'm sure other animals have been sent yeah. to space. Who knows what space travel has been going on the past however many years because we they don't televise it anymore. Careful, Joe. <laughs> Careful. All right, you. I saw something that it was like that first the first Russian guy to go to space and like you know wasn't the actual first guy russia sent it he was the first guy to go to space and come back alive that they sent yeah but they had sent other expeditions and stuff and he liked it he they sent other guys but they liked it so much that they stayed (laughs) yeah telling me they bought bikes and just stayed up they They colonized the moon with with space coyotes and now they've been coming they've been coming down in their circular ships and terrorizing people making them think they've been ufos this entire time yeah. I anyway. Be, I'm still thinking about the ocean. I hate the ocean too. The ocean, not, not in like a, not in like a. I want to throw a bunch of six pack rings in the ocean kind of way. Just in a way that like, <laughs> I want to stay on Earth. Like I want, I like, I like being on the ground because there's so much that we don't know about the ocean. Right. Like, well, like what don't is it we like? we've we've never been to the bottom. See, right. that's terrifying. Right, that's that's like the the ocean is literally just like the creepy basement that you're like, don't go down there. Like what, <laughs> you know the furnace from Home Alone that scares Kevin? Yeah. Like what version of that is at the bottom of the ocean? Well, well it's like, like it's like with space, we don't know anything that's out there in terms of other life. But like the ocean, we've already discovered things like in the depths that we've been able to reach, which are pretty creepy looking. Yeah. And, so I mean, imagine what's even farther down. Like they have to make their own light down there. Like that's why there's that. What's that? It's called the anglerfish. Anglerfish, anglerfish that has a light bulb coming off its head. Yeah, those are actually kind of sick. I kind of like those. Yeah, like those Finding Nemo. They it. should migrate. They should migrate more towards the surface so that we can. They need. If the ocean was a TV show, those guys need more screen time. <laughs> what about what about giant squid? They they can massive. just. They should go deeper. They need less screen time. I feel like, to be honest, I'm not. The bottom of the ocean is probably filled with microscopic things. You think there's just like a bunch of little things that look like rocks and stuff down there that nobody cares about? Right. Bottom feeders, things that we can't. Whoa. Don't call them that. (laughs) Things that that if we took a picture of, you say, what is that speck of dirt? on the screen (laughs) (laughs) what if like you know you know in gta if you swim out in the ocean enough you just die Mm -hmm. well like what if you get to what if you go down deep enough in the ocean that it just resets (laughs) you get you swim down enough and it just like flips over (laughs) like pirates of the caribbean yeah 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 yeah. you're you're just back on earth or like uh yeah, you just you just swim down to the bottom of the ocean. Eventually, you're just back in your living room. What's crazy is that we send like non non manned like submarines or whatever you call them, the drones down there, and they 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 can only withstand a certain depth. So the pressure down there is crazy. Isn't it because of water pressure, I feel like you forget yeah. that. Like how how much do you think the ocean weighs? I mean, should it's we take so many pounds? Wait, should we water. take? Should we, we should all guess and then I'll look it up. How much it weighs? What, There's no how, way how much anyone. Knows how much the, does the ocean the weigh? Amount of the entire ocean weighs, Will. How much does the ocean weigh? The I'm like, what are you gonna guess? Like, 
it was a million unit of measurement pounds, an undefinable number. At a volume of 538 million cubic miles, our ocean weighs. Wow. It's it's something with like 40 zeros after it. Right. I mean, I'm trying to bench press the ocean. <laughs> you might need a lift, Will. Yeah. You might need a forklift to to lift the ocean. What do you think? I've always thought about not always. I think about other things, but <laughs> I've I've thought on multiple occasions about what would happen if we drained the ocean. Like if all We'd the water have... just disappeared. Yeah, like you ever move buckets of water? Like, there's a plug just, at the bottom take, and you just pull it. Just take, <laughs> like in SpongeBob. Like in, uh, yeah. Just take buckets and dump Ooh, them out in the space. Well, it'd probably no, freeze, no, no, no. right? You don't well, that might, do that. Well, that might just... be bad. That would be bad. No, there's no. A bunch of ice flowing around space, Shh. collide with shit. We just build. We could just build a big tank out in space. Put all the ocean water in it. Drain the ocean, check out what's in the ocean, and then when we're done, we just put it all back. Kill all sea life. <laughs> no, 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 no. They would go in the tank. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> in the tank. That would that'd be <sighs> Hey brother. In this <laughs> it's it's we would we would get most of them. We would that try to get a most little of them. bit beyond our capabilities brother, right you, now. <laughs> brother, in this life you gotta fight like like uh, you're the third lion on Noah's Ark, and the rain's starting to fall. <laughs> the third lion, the third, the third giant squid. Then the third squirrel, the third rock from the sun is where we live. Today is January sixth. There's no snow on the ground. I'm I'm looking out Not the window really. here. It's a, a very mild. Dust. It's a very it's a mild dust. day. Nothing crazy. The sun is no. going down. Mm. I've tried to. I, I know some people are always like, don't don't use the new year as an excuse to to things. Do them do them now. Start your goals on November twelfth. But like since I I kind of like having the new year as just like a starting line to to doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like I've been I've been studying up on like goal orientation and stuff, and it's pretty interesting. I've kind of tried to adapt or adopt thinking in both short and long-term vision, because I feel like I have a lot of goals that even scare myself sometimes with how big that they are. So that's, that's what I put in like the, the long-term bin. And then I can also kind of think in short-term, like what am I going to do today on January 6th, 2022 to get even like a, such a small amount closer to that goal. I've been thinking about starting a planner because I, say i'm gonna do things and then i just forget about it the next day so i think i need to start writing things down is so crucial yeah do you ever write goals down i started no that's why that's what i'm gonna get a plan for yeah like i i have two notebooks one one is a planner Mm. that i just write down like the things i need to do each day like work out um you know walk the dog and then uh I have an dog. <laughs> I have I have another notebook that I just like write goals and like visions and ideas and stuff in, mm-hmm. which I think is a pretty powerful practice because I've started to like slowly see some of the things that I've written in it come true because I think that if something is on your mind, 
you're inevitably going to work towards it. And the more that you work towards it, obviously, the more likely it is that it'll come to fruition. Well, you're making like physical manis- manifestation. Yeah, sort of. And it, it's pretty cool. Like a, a lot of people say that it's just like crazy and doesn't work, but it, it actually does to a degree. I mean, you get you can't just write something down and then have it come true. But like if you write something down and are just always not always, but you spend a lot of time thinking about it and actually working on it, you know, you're going to be a lot closer than if you didn't do that. And writing is just kind of like a little starting line to putting that on the front of your mind. Well, it's also that physical connection that you you wrote it down and it's connected with your thoughts. It's on, yeah. it's, it's physical now. You made it physical. So it's, right. it's something that's the that same you, with like note taking and stuff like that and studying. Like mm-hmm. that's true. You retain it better. better if you write it down. Right. Do you, do you guys, do you think you think short term or long term or both? I don't for know. Goal, I, like goal setting, like what? Yeah. What? Like, per, like predominantly are your goals short or long term? Short term. I think yeah. that's just where we are in our lives right now is we right. kind of I mean, obviously like graduation is kind of the goal. Say for yeah. YouTube right now. And I just graduated. But right. like that has been kind of the, the goal for a while for at least these last four and a half years. Mm-hmm. So like I think just the time and place we are right now, it's been more short goal oriented. Mm-hmm. And once you transition into that real world, kind of the it transitions into more long term goals as well. I just yeah. like on a day to day basis, I almost try to look at myself like a like an entity, if you will, like uh, myself being an overarching umbrella of all the things that I do and then try to get just one percent better at it across the board each day. So it's like it doesn't matter what specific thing I'm doing. If you just do 1% each day, I, th- I said this on, on Sam's podcast that it would just be yeah, I remember that. like almost 38 times better at the end of one year. So, I mean, imagine if you just did that for an entire decade. I don't think quite like that, but uh, every, every opportunity I have to better myself, I'm taking. Yeah. Um, and you know, if that adds up over time, so be it. Right. I didn't used to take opportunities like that. Like I, or the more I study the subject and learn about it, the more I realize that like I've sort of worked to combat like an egotistical sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I talked about this in our, our last episode about embracing being bad at things. Like I could never get down with that. Like even a couple years ago, just because like I wasn't, I wasn't cool with being bad at something. If I was going to do something, I wanted to just start good at it. And it, I had to realize that that's just not possible. Like nothing, nothing great happens overnight. So it's really just been like a humbling experience to sort of sit back, be kind of bad at things under the, under the notion that I know that if I just keep working at it, I'll get better and eventually I'll get to where I want to be. But I feel like you have to come around to a level of humility and accepting that you don't get to start at the top and, Nobody does. Uh, This semester, especially kind of relating to what Will's talking about, I did a lot of like interview, like mock interview, going through interview stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I think employers want to know what you think your weaknesses are. You know, they ask you that to kind of see, you know, what 
you know, how you humble yourself, what you think of yourself and how, you know, Will's like talking about, oh, the, you know, not being inherently good at things and having things to work on. And they want to see that, you know, what kind of things you want to, you can improve at. Yeah. I think it shows that you have to have like some semblance of a work ethic. Cause I know for me personally, like I wanted to, I always had the ambition, but didn't have the drive. So like, I always wanted to, you know, I have things I would want to do and then just not be able to put together that second step of actually working towards them because, you know, I thought just because I wanted this thing, I, I could have it. So I don't have to work for, which just isn't true. Um, that I didn't work for anything, but you know, you, I wanted, I wanted all the results with not all the effort. And in reality, you just have to kind of embrace the suck of getting <laughs> embrace from, the suck. It's like <laughs> embrace being so painfully bad at something on the, on the notion that, you know, that you can get better at it because really everything that you do is able to be learned and, and taught because somebody else learned it before. Right. It's okay to be bad at stuff. Yeah. And I think I also used to think that if, if something was going to happen, then it would just eventually happen because everything that's, that's cool happens because somebody was just in the right place at the right time or has some special ability. When in reality, everybody that's in a good place or like doing cool things and, living the life that they want is there because they worked their ass off for it. So like coming around to that notion just showed me like you can get wherever you want to go. You just got to put your head down and work for it because that's what everybody else in front of you did. Like nobody, I mean, throw, throw somebody out, just throw out any person as an example. Pete Davidson. Yeah. Pete Davidson has been doing stand up comedy since he was, I mean, the, the youngest videos I've seen of him, he was probably like, I want to say like 14 or 16 performing for a few people in this, in this little tiny club. I'm sure he was doing it beforehand when nobody was, was around. And now he's, you know, one of the more famous people on earth. So you just have to be like, okay with. Well, stand up, stand up comedy is a really good example of that actually, because like you said, a lot of these guys spend years and years and years grinding, yeah. you know, going, doing shows with like 14, 15, you know, teens of people. And then one day they get a deal from someone in the crowd who, you know, just happened to think they were a little bit funny, took a chance yeah. on them. And now, that, now they're the biggest sensation around. That was where I fell out of it because like I, I liked doing it. I liked making people laugh, but I wasn't like, I wasn't up. I wasn't down with going up and like just performing for three people. Like I, I don't know if it was just the timing. Yeah, I was there were like, Hey, there were like 10 people <laughs> at one time. But like, I, I just didn't at the time. I don't know if it was the timing or what of it was. Maybe it was just turned out to not be what I thought that I would, but I didn't, I wanted. I would have liked the end result, you know, of being of doing of doing that. But I wasn't down with with the whole journey to get there. So that's why I'm not there. Yeah, a lot of time. Yeah, honestly, I read. I read. It takes five to seven years of just of like diligent focus and work to get to the top of your field. Like, not that you're you know, working 24 hours a day on one venture. But if, if something is, is on your mind and you're chipping away at it for five to seven years, then you'll eventually get to, to the top. 
what's that book? Ten thousand hours. I think it's it's something like that. It's how long it takes to master a skill? Ten thousand yeah. hours. I think that's what uh, that's what I was talking about when we talked to Jackson about uh, Jack Harlow. Yeah. And you can you can learn what I said there by listening to episode one of the Back Porch Pod. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna expand on it because you can go listen to it there. So as we kind of wrap things up here, because the sun's going down, it's time to, I don't know what it's time to do, but it's time to, it's time to go do something else. Time to work out. It's time to work out. I worked out this morning. And since I worked out this morning, that means that everybody else did too. So it is not time to work out. Oh, so okay. it's, it's, I guess I'm no, not going to the gym. It's always there? time to work out. It's time to, uh, I don't know. We maybe we've touched on this a little bit, but I, I had a little wrap up question for that. I kind of want to just do a little roundtable effect for, and that is because it's the start of a new year. What do you guys think your best habit is and your worst habit is? Joe, you start. Oh, geez. Uh, my best habit. My best habit. Uh, I'm gonna go like with a cliche here, and I'm gonna go with my work ethic. Yeah. Um. I think I have a pretty good work ethic. I feel um, that. I think you do too. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty consistent with it. Um, and I, I, I keep it through, you know, everything that I partake in my job, um, track, um, school. Mm-hmm. I'm just consistent with that. And I'm going to do my, my bad, my worst habit right now too. Or are we going to go good habits first? Yeah. So tell, tell us your worst one too. What's, what do you want to get off your chest here now that we're, you know, about 54 and a half minutes in the sun is coming down in a way that is trying to blind me. <laughs> but tell, <laughs> tell us one of your secrets. Oh, my worst habit. Now I, I also, I also want to go for the easy one here and go procrastination, but I'm going to try to dig a little deeper here. Um, uh, I'm going to go with the health one. And I'm going to go with inconsistency of diet. Oh, I, yeah. I I like to go on these little trends where I say, oh, I'm not going to eat any sugar for a week. Or, or I say, I'm not going to eat any sugar anymore, and I'll do it for a week. And then I'll, I'll hop back off that, and I'll, I'll, I'll binge uh, you know, a night or two. And then I, I don't go back to it completely. Like I've never been someone that's always um, eating bad food, junk food, sugar all the time. I mean, I did when I was a kid, but I mean, so did everybody. Yeah. Um, but – I, I have a problem. I'd say that's my worst habit is is trying to uh, jump on a, a diet that's unrealistic and then you know falling back off and just going back to my normal diet, which is is okay. I have a good diet. It's just not really ideal to what I do um, athletically. Yeah. E. My turn. Yeah. Okay. Good habit. Probably just, um, and I don't want to say the same things Joe does, but like work, work ethic, like sticking to a routine, like, like discipline. And like an routine. example I can give is the gym. You know, yeah. like I go five days a week, mm-hmm. and I I like to stick to that schedule. Good, you know, I like being healthy. I like, I I like working out. Yeah, Feel good. Um. Yeah. And then saying the same thing kind of as Joe for my bad habit, I would say my relationship with food, like it's always been kind of complicated. Yeah. Um, being you throw that in your Facebook status. It's complicated. <laughs> um, 
but I mean, and the way I eat right now probably isn't very good. What do you do right now? I really, I really only eat one like big meal a day and that's just dinner. Damn. Um, I do snack and stuff, but that you gotta and... eat some beans or like some uh beans so maybe some pasta or a couple legumes <laughs> legume eat a couple of legumes legume. eat some oh. bread actually or maybe like uh bread makes you fat well <sighs> don't don't spread that kind of misinformation on these airwaves um yeah and then just like you know also like I'll sometimes go on these fucking these benders yeah. where I'm just eating anything in my path, because you know, even some non-food items. I'll overeat one night and then undereat another day, and it's just I feel like that's a bad habit of mine. Yeah, it's just my the way I consume food. Damn. Yeah, you guys were deep. I was going to say that I'm pretty proud of the fact that I drink a gallon of water a day. I think that's a good habit. I mean, I I realized that, Mike, I was doing – I did it for a while, and then I stopped doing it. And I was like, wow, I don't feel that great. And I started doing it again, and I felt much better. Like 2022 was – you know, I used I used the start of the year as my starting line, but every day this year, I mean, we are we are six days in. There's still 359 more to go, but every day I've drank my gallon of water, and I will say I'm having a pretty good year. What year is this? 22. Do yeah. we have a this a leap year? No. Will says no. No, it's 2020 a leap year. Is it every year? Yeah. You know, we're not ha- we're not doing leap year this year. Even if it is, we're not doing it. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. It's every is every four years. Isn't every it? four years, but it's not the Olympic years. It's the. I don't know. It's not a leap year. We're not doing that. <laughs> there will be no February twenty four is the next leap year. Yeah. So okay. you know, we're not we're not leaping this year. We're gonna stay firmly in place. Yeah. Nobody's jumping. Yeah. Everybody. All right. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Um, if you are listening to this now, it means that it's January 10th of 2022. And hopefully you have, are listening to this after listening to the first two episodes of the back porch pod, because we are, we're coming out of the gate with a three pack. No, people, people want to, people want to listen to Ethan. They're going to skip right to episode three. <laughs> people are going to skip over episode three. <laughs> this this one Probably. this one might be this might be the one where things went most off the rails but i think this this one was pretty fun to make yeah this was this was like probably our well i mean last one was pretty just, was pretty casual but this one was like this one was pretty good we're, yeah, we're gonna have to get jackson back on again too maybe if yeah. we get you know once we get to a certain certain cool little number maybe we can make jackson i was thinking about this earlier jackson is not a guest on our podcast jackson is a friend of the program so whenever mm-hmm. he wants to come on, we'll have him on. 100%. But that's but that's going to do it for episode three. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Thanks to everybody who has, who has listened in again. And hopefully, hopefully you keep tuning in, keep us on the air, and keep Sam from firing us. Peace out.